Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Masechah Shabbos, Parak Dalad, Mishnah Beis, and Parak Hey, Mishnah Aleph. And today's Mishnah is being learned because of Shlom Zalman of Zagos and Mercy of Chayes Chalutzayim. They should be given for that Sachat Sachan Siat Dishmaya, good health, Parnas B'Shafa, and Cult of Sela. And Beschos Esther Bas Rachel, she should be zechut to find Rizvi B'Kalgon B'Kar of Mamish. And we continue talking about how tomorrow the Mishnah says Taimin B'Shlachin U'Metaltal Anoisan. A person could be Taimin his food in animal hides, and he can move them around if he wants to. There's nothing mukt about animal hides. He could use them for sitting on. They could be used as a mat. So not only is he allowed to be Taimin in them because they're not a dover mice of Hevel, but he's also allowed to move them around. Now, Begizet Temer, he is allowed to be timing in Gizet Temer, which is shearings of wool, the Ain Metatlanoison, but he's not allowed to move them around. They're Muktza, they're meant for sewing and weaving and spinning and doing things like that. They're not meant for just moving around Stam, and therefore he's allowed to be timing in them, but no moving them around. So now the Mishnah says, Ketaduaisa, what's he supposed to do? He has his pot completely tamun in this wool. How is he supposed to get his pot out? Let's just imagine this. He has a box that he padded with wool, he made space for his pot, and then put more wool on top of the pot once it was placed inside. So how's he supposed to get his food? The Mishnah says, He could take the lid off the pot, and then the wool is going to fall off the lid. It's not considered like he's being metaltal mukta. He's picking up the lid that happens to have wool on it, and the wool is falling off. And then obviously he could take his pot out and get his food. Now Rebbe tells us, Kupa, regarding this box that has the wool in it, and then he was timing his food in that, Once he took the lid off, he should just tilt it onto its side and take the food from the pot while the pot is still in the box. Now why is he not allowed to take the pot out of the box because perhaps once he takes it out, now there's this hole where his pot was and then the wool might collapse into the hole. Then he's not going to be able to put his pot back unless he moves the wool to the side of the box. And as we said, moving the wool is mukta. I would want the person to end up being metatal mukta. So Rabbi Lezabon says, just don't bother taking the pot out of the box. He's allowed to take the pot out. He's allowed to put it back in. Now obviously the Chum agree that if the wool did collapse into the box, that he's not allowed to move the wool and that he's stuck. However, the Chamim aren't chashish that that's going to happen. Therefore, the Chamim say the person is allowed to take his pot out of the box. Now, more about Hatmanu, the Mishnah says, like he saw him ba'idyayim, if he didn't cover his food before Shabbos, if he wasn't timing it before Shabbos, he's not allowed to cover it once it got dark, meaning he's not allowed to be timing on Shabbos. That's even in a davar she'ena of hevel, no starting the Hatmanu process on Shabbos. However, kisahu v'nizgala, if it was covered before Shabbos and it got uncovered, motel chasaisai, then he's allowed to cover it. Another Hatmanu concept, a person could fill up a jug with cold water and place it underneath a pillow or underneath a mattress. This is either to warm the water up a bit or to maintain the current cold temperature of the water. And this is considered a very unusual way to be matmin something, so therefore it is mutter to do on Shabbos. And now moving on to Parak Hay. Now, as we learned in Parak Aleph, a person is mitzvah al shvises behemta, he must ensure that his animal does not do malacha on Shabbos. And that includes carrying a load. The same way a person is not allowed to carry a load in Rosh Hashanah, same thing applies to his animal. Now, in the Lashon of the Mishnah in Gemara, this is called a masui, a load. Now, important thing to note over here is something that helps guard the animal is not a masui, and just about everything else is considered a masui, and it's also for the animal to go out with it on Shabbos. So, Mishnah Aleph tells us, What is an animal allowed to go out with on Shabbos, and what is it not allowed to go out with? So, Mishnah tells us, A camel is allowed to go out with a leash around its mouth, otherwise called a halter. A white female camel is allowed to go out with a nose ring. A Luvdiki donkey or a Libyan donkey is allowed to go out with a bridle, and a horse is allowed to go out with a collar. All these things are there for protection. They help guard the animal. That's a way to control the animal, and therefore it's not considered a masui. Anything less than this, the animal is not allowed to go out with. So, for example, for a naka, a white female camel, to go out with an afsar would be usar, because an afsar doesn't properly guard this naka. It's more of a wild, stronger camel, so it needs to have a nose ring to control it. Therefore, it's not allowed to go out with an afsar. Now, once the Mishnah mentioned, a share, 
hair, a collar, we continue talking about that, any animal that goes out with a collar, for example, a dog, they're allowed to go out with their collar, that means even if the leash is wrapped around the collar and the owner is not holding the leash, and they're also allowed to be held with the collar, meaning they're allowed to be held with the leash which is attached to the collar. Furthermore, about this collar, we can sprinkle the mechatas on them and we can be tevel them where they are. Let's say this collar became tame mace, so it has to go through the whole process of getting sprinkled with the water from the paraduma and then it has to be immersed in a mikvah. So the Mishnah just told us that we don't have to take the collar off of the animal in order to do this. We can sprinkle the mechatas on the collar while it's still on the animal and we can bring the animal into the mikvah and dunk the animal in the mikvah with the collar on him. We don't have to take the collar off of the animal to dunk it in the mikvah. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow. Continue to talk about this with Mishnah Bays and Gimel. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.